Welcome to Season 3 of Anna and Selena's 15-ish Minute Coffee Chat. We invite you to join our weekly Real Talk conversations with business gurus and entrepreneurs that share best practices, struggles, and a good laugh while we try, but fail, to keep it at 15-ish minutes. Aloha. Excuse me. Welcome to our 15-ish minute coffee chat. Uh, This week, Selena of How Holy Socially Inspired and Anna of Nomad About are hosting Adam Evans, Chief Strategy Officer of Instant Hands. Coach and mentor Adam Evans shares his expertise in finding similarities and teachable moments when building a business. Hi, Anna. Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining us today. Hi, Selena. How are you doing this Monday morning? Oh, how are we doing this Monday morning? Um, yeah, I'm good. I was, we were just talking to Adam backstage about our how crazy our weekend was, and I think I'm at 25%. Um, I'm in that, like, charging, charging, charging mode, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah, absolutely charging up. So in case uh, you don't remember from our last guest, Julie Mosier, This was the big gala weekend for the Runway of Hope. Um, And Selena was the committee chair and the brains and the brawn and the everything behind this event. And it was awesome. We had Miss America in town as our MC. We had 10 amazing models that are also cancer warriors. Um, It was a fundraising event. It was it was amazing. It, it was great. Yeah. It did not go off without a few yeah. little hitches, but you know what? It's 2020. That's what yeah. we kind of expect to have yeah. happen a little tiny bit, right? I'm going to But overall, you. amazing. Yes. Oh, I'm double hearing myself. Can you hear me double hearing you? I'm no, I don't double oh, hear you. Double hearing me. I'm crazy. I'm crazy. Okay, so um, no. What was kind of fun was I uh, so Anna like uh, was in the backstage while uh, like backstage in the auction room for like a camera two and then camera one. We were on the main stage. Uh, Julie and I with Miss America and we we all just had this chat that said, "Look, it's gonna happen." And and Miss America Camille, she was like, "It's 2020." You know what I mean? Like. And so we just kept saying, if something, if there's a hiccup, we're just going to say it's just a 2020 moment and it's going to be okay. And that's all we kept saying. So 2020. Yes. Yes. (laughs) But overall, I have to say, overall, the gala was amazing. The event went off so great. And can I just say, I am a big fan of Camille Schreier, Miss America 2020 right now. That woman is down to earth, fun. She's funny she's smart she's fun to be around she loves dogs she loves my dog (laughs) she really was like yeah there was a worry for a minute right where they were like hey anna you're gonna have to watch camille because she like may take rocco back with her to pennsylvania you know so (laughs) yeah she definitely did threaten to take my dog home with her But okay, but today, yes. So after this big, amazing weekend, Selena, I'm sure is still recharging because, uh, you know, she really was like the the person behind making all of that happen this weekend. But we're super excited to have on Adam today. I cannot wait. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and read Adam's file. Then we're going to bring him in because this brilliant man has got a lot to say. 
So let me just tell you a little bit about him. So Adam Evans is an educator, entrepreneur, and coach. He grew up in an Air Force family and is now a spouse to an Air Force officer. Adam has 17 years of experience in higher education, administration, and training in multicultural populations. His expertise is in business and education development, programming, delivery, and as a leader in networked alliances. Instant Hands began in 2017 when Adam joined, well, Adam joined them in 2019 and launched the Instant Hands app and has ever since been helping military families. So far, over $60,000 in extra income, and they've given back over $150,000 back to the community. So Instant Hands' mission is rooted in the Air Force core values, integrity first, service before self, and excellence in all we do. Let's bring Adam into the stream. Good morning. Yeah. Yay. Good morning. The way you talk me up, it's like, oh, I'm ready now. Who's this guy? Who are you? I feel like we should always have like confetti and cannons I, the minute I that our guests come. <laughs> I love it. We're going to have to start sending them all glitter bombs, you know, and we're like, okay, now open the envelope. As soon as we're done, they open it and it's like. <laughs> glitter. Glitter is the bane of my existence, believe it or not. That when I open a Christmas card, I see a lot of glitter in it. I'm like, oh, very Christmas. Uh, <laughs> careful. So, okay. Trash. <laughs> um, Adam, we want to just, we want to get the coffee cup selfie out of the way because yeah, it's our favorite part. Oh, yeah. So. Let's quickly do a coffee cup selfie with Adam um, on three. You ready, Anna? One, two, three. Wait, Anna's like, it's a morning. One, two, three. I, I got it now. I'm there. <laughs> okay, we're done. We're done. <laughs> oh, Anna. Took, uh, I was like, the cop's on the wrong side. Wait, the handle's over here. Then there's a microphone in the way. You know, I mean, it, it, it's a yeah. Monday morning. Whatever. Look at Adam's cup. He is powering up and he is ready for the week. <laughs> like, you know? <sighs> okay, Are you Anna, a gamer, Adam? I'm a Are big you gamer. A I thought about it. Um, I think it's because my dad was Air Force. And I think, you know, when you move from place to place, I had my sister, no matter where you go, whether I liked it or not. And I had uh, mostly liked it, if she's listening. I um, always had video games, too, because you can you can play them. They were pretty much, uh, you know, the child of the 80s. Those were coming into their own being. And so you move from place to place. And the BX carried the video games in the store. Um, so like that was kind of fun. It was a good bonding um, tool for me. But now I do a lot of research with video games. So that's where I just I've always been a gamer. I think there's a lot of opportunity in games. Yes, you know? I 100 percent no, agree. I mean, I'm going to just I this is not even like our topic, but I love that mm -hmm. you just brought that up. No, um, my daughter is totally into the in Minecraft. Right. And like yeah. how you just said that there's sometimes there's another element of it that helps them. And what I loved about Minecraft was that she literally like, oh, in order to do a this, you need this, this, and this elements in, in real life. So she's coming to me like, you need wheat, you know, to build bread. And this is like her at five. And I'm like, oh, yeah. okay, yes, you know, so. This is me at 38 was that I was looking at Minecraft. Yeah. You know, I work with quite a few of the execs at Microsoft. 
and they made that game available from an educational standpoint to so many people. But it's like the little stories that make make your eyes open. And, and there was a room that was for um, parents created a specific Minecraft room for children who are on the spectrum and they were all able to communicate with one another and the way that communication just blossomed within that safe minecraft space supervised by parents it just it just blows my mind and i've really lived by the ready player one mantra for my research um so i don't know if you've seen that that movie or read the book but it's a steven spielberg film and they use technology to reach to different folks in a, in a dystopia, right? So we yeah. were almost there this year. <laughs> For sure. But I just love how they they utilize technology in ways that make um, things accessible. So that's what I've really loved is with virtual reality and like modified controllers. I know so many um, children that may just have different needs for uh, the accessibility to, you know, from color blindness to um, even just controlling, using a controller with one hand. And so I loved being a part of that that research and you know trying to bring the accessibility of gaming, um, especially from an educational front. Like you said, Minecraft, it's all about uh, alchemy and putting things together. One yeah. equals what? And and yeah. it's just great. It's like a language for them. So yep, yeah. definitely gamer. Definitely level yeah. forty Pokemon trainer, but yeah. I'm working on getting those next levels up. <laughs> I'm sure you will. I I love that you. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually, me and my daughter loved that movie, by the way, and I was just, it was a good movie. Good. The book was even so, better. Oh, there's a book? I need to just, really good. you're like, yeah. I was like, of course there is, Selena, there is a book. <laughs> you said she's there a is a book. <laughs> um, okay, um, Anna, let's, uh, so Anna's going to describe to you our mental health barista thing that we like to do, and I'm going to bring it up. Yes. Yeah. So uh, um, one of our very first guests on our show, Adam, was um, a mental health uh, expert. She was a she's a family therapist. And um, one of the things that we talked about during that showtime was the fact that so often in the in our personal lives, we talk a lot about our mental health in our personal lives. But we don't necessarily always bring that out to how does it apply to our business professional selves and that it is still just as applicable as a business professional to evaluate where your mental health status is a question into our 15 minute coffee chat so we've got a question for you we promise not to dig at any skeletons in your closet or you know like but any painful memories but we just got a little question for you to ask just to kind of start that conversation off with you know some self-introspection because we're excited to get to know who adam really is so right. here's today's question what practices do you engage in? Oh, I'm sorry. What practices do you engage in that make your work sustainable? And how do you know when you need additional self-care? Oh, what a fantastic question. Well, I think that mental health is taking a, uh, a front and center role in the workplace is fantastic. And I can tell you this year, it's really, you know, like you said, from a private, well, not private, but just from a personal life, it's been a, a year where I've had to reflect and take those additional times to look out for my own mental health and you know my own physical health in 2020. I found uh, we have a lot of happy hours via Zoom going on. Um, I've got a heavy pour at home, so we were all like, you know, cheersing to the point where I was like, yeah, maybe I have to just take a quick break from some of these happy hours because I've got friends in every time zone, and so <laughs> it ended up being a lot of locations from a work 
perspective, though, I think everyone on our team um, built in some ch check-in points. You know, I think it, it's the, these challenges that what do you do to make your work sustainable? I absolutely love what I do. So we, we gravitate towards these positive moments of like where we really make a sincere difference in somebody's life. And it's the whole reason we got into this workplace. And so <clears throat> I guess it's twofold. One, celebrating those moments where you're like, that was that's why we made this company. That, that, right, that story right there, capturing that story, um, that's a reminder why we wake up every day to do what we do. And then on the flip side, it's honestly reminding ourselves to just check in and do do a little bit more than like, hey, how are you doing today? Or um, gosh, it got old real fast. It was April by the time I was sick of hearing like, in this unforeseen time or on this challenging <laughs> moment, Yes. <laughs> I, I hope this email finds you well. It's 2020, <laughs> the email is not finding me well. Like, why did you, you jumpstart the email with that? You know it's not true. But it was like a small talk, like in a habit of Phoenix too, you know, like, hey, how's the weather? It's hot. It's always hot. It's <laughs> so I, think, I think being more intentional with like, right. how you know you need more self-care. When we check in with one another, it's like, what kept you busy this week? You know, so a little bit deeper it's still soft questions, still kind of setting the pace. Like it's Monday morning. We all kind of have to wake up a little bit, but like even in the routine of the week, just saying, Hey, what kept you busy this week? What really motivated you? What really challenged you this week? And I know as a team, we've had conversations where uh, we've reached out to one another and said things like, what's one thing I could do that would make your life a little bit easier this week. And then, uh -huh. Those are self check-in points of like, you then reflect and say, this stressed me out. You know, like this is a thing I am not looking forward to doing. And it could be something that I actually really enjoy doing. Um, so it's easier for me to take it off their plate. And I think that caring nature builds a much better uh, kind of personality within your company when you're when you're sincerely reaching out to one another and not just so focused on, oh, here's the five things I have to get done. and Oh, how's your life? You know, like, oh, okay, good to see you, Selena. Hey, you need anything? Yeah, because okay. you, know, you get you get the tendency of being like the super host we were saying earlier, and our uh -huh. you know, super host, and then you're like, no, 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 I'm I'm good because we're used to being good. You're used to being. Yeah. We've got stuff to do. We're gonna get it done. Mode. Um, yes. and you really do have to pause and just say, whoa, maybe I'm not good, and it's okay to say that, you know, or maybe somebody could help me with this piece. Um, mm -hmm. So that you don't get overburdened because it really it can burn you out and then it starts burning out the people around you so you got to yeah. be conscious of it so that's why i love seeing questions like this because we're talking about it instead of just charging through and, yes. and seeming to be okay yeah wow. i love what you just said and i that's an, a, a, a what you just the last part you had just said is exactly why anna and i wanted lauren um our first guest to kind of become part of this like all the time because she had said, you know, what's great, yes, they have like those self so, uh, mental awareness months or week, but she goes, you know, um, she had wished that it was like every day, you know what I mean? And um, Anna and I, I was telling Anna, I said, I feel it's so important that maybe we do start it with all our guests so that we take that minute to pause for a second, right? And have that kind of a conversation, um, you know, not like the, you know, okay, when your brother hit you on the head when you were three, like not that, you know. 
<laughs> I love that you say that check-in because it is so important and, and being like, uh, like intentional with it and not wasting yeah. the time of just the fluff, right? Like it was the word intentional that I really yeah. appreciated and because, and I liked the way you phrase it because you didn't just, you know, you said you still are asking those lighthearted questions, the, how are you doing? But in, you're rephrasing it in such a way that makes people respond instead of this, the standard blurt out, Oh, I'm fine. Cause you're always fine. Right. You don't want to be that burden. But if you say, Hey, you know, I, I can't remember the example you used, but something like, you know, hey, what what got you going this week or what stressed you out this week? Or like that's a different question that really makes somebody pause and say, oh, well, you know, oh, this gala was a crazy busy. I love doing it. But boy, am I exhausted. And now you're really getting to like how the person really is feeling, which mm -hmm. I just love that. Thank yeah. you, Adam. Yeah. Good, good answer. Yeah. <laughs> this, is this, this also is um, our um, our leader. He's our chapter leader, and he's the leader. That's what I'm just gonna say. He's, he's the leader. leader. <laughs> he this you know we Anna and I've talked about our AMSA group that we're a part of, and Adam is like he is like this amazing like boss guy that we love like he won't like that word but i mean that's just like like you know and, and he, every time we have an interaction with him in our groups though he's always like positive and he does he'll like but when he asks you a question he's legit like he's like staring into your soul like tell me how you are you know what i mean not one of these like how are you are you doing okay like he's so anyway Letting Siri just hit the buttons, you know, or like auto finish my sentence. <laughs> hey, Selena, are you okay? Grocery DX commissary. <laughs> right. Yeah, send. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Good. Oh We're off. All right. I've been doing things for the same time. Yeah, that was <laughs> No, I, I think that's uh, so important that you ask. I think that's beautiful. And I'm sorry I didn't kick off with congratulations on the Runway of Hope event that you did do because I saw it pop up on my Facebook all weekend long. There were, yeah. there were videos of the contestants coming down and the confidence that the women oh. exuded as they were just walking down the, the runway there. I thought that was absolutely beautiful. So no you know and you know what adam we had we also had um another we had actually the military community was definitely um uh represented in the models we had um jacob coombs who is the son of yvonne coombs who is operation deploy your dress founder and she was one of our sponsors he was amazing and we joked um because in one of the um one of the news clips that they had done um at the very end of his walk um he was so great. And at the end, he like flings his jacket toward Miss America. And um, as his finish, you know, like his power strut. And so later in the evening, when we were all like at the after party dinner, just kind of like relaxing, we were joking with Miss America and Jacob, like, this is Jacob, like in his thinking, like, hold this, Camille. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know? And we just had the best time, but no, yes, thank you. It was great. And you know what, we, those, the 10 models, um, I just seen their faces of just like, like them getting to have that experience was like the best thing ever, like yeah. literally the best thing. It's, so it really is all about, yeah. I mean, just 
for Runway of Hope, it really is all about the models and having, yeah. I mean, they're all cancer survivors and just seeing them go from, and hearing them talk about their process and their journey and having this be kind of like a celebration of who they are now and like, and how it combined with who they were before cancer and then who they are now existing. Anyway, it really is amazing. But yes, yeah. the Jacob Miss America thing was hysterical. You know, he's, yeah. <laughs> afterwards, he's like, I don't even know what I was doing. Like, hey, Miss America, hold my coat, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I feel like I I'm looking hot tonight. <laughs> yeah, he was awesome. So, okay, okay, so. Yeah, That's we're going to move on. on for a mental health question of the day. Let me introduce our topic today. So uh, one of the things people listening may not know is that we don't actually tell our guests exactly what we're going to be talking about. We just kind of surprise them with it. After we get their bio and Selena and I have many conversations about kind of who this person is to us, how we know them, what we have perceived from our interactions with them. And so for Adam, our topic today is hidden talents behind the scenes of entrepreneurship. And we chose this for a couple different reasons. We're going to get into that kind of with the questions. Um, but one of the things that uh, happened the more I got to know Ev um, Adam is that more and more very interesting things started cropping up about really who who he is and like what he's all about and what he does and what he's involved with and kind of some of his side hustles and some of the fun things he does and the more I mean it's like every time I talk to him there's something new and um but at the same time he's one of the most humble people in the room he's the smartest guy in, definitely in this stream yard right now <laughs> right now but he's like the most humble guy in the room and yeah. you're just so impressed with that and it's really like this like the more people get to know you just continue these big surprises and it's really these hidden talents i would call them uh putting people at ease and making them feel like a million bucks and making them feel important to you and just so many other things that are important when it comes to entrepreneurship so that's our topic. That was a big, long explanation <laughs> for what our topic title was. But, but before we get started on that, we wanted to do our toolkit. Oh, yeah. And um, our toolkit today is, it clearly has to be in the Instant Hands app, right? Um, and specifically, we're going to be talking about the app. And this is an app, Adam, correct me if I'm wrong, but you created this app. Yeah, the Instant Hands it was like in 2017, Sam Salaya and his wife, Anna Marie, uh, were thinking about this, this concept. How could we um, create something that would make assistance around the home affordable and reliable? So in 2017, um, the two of them actually like got together and put together some of those thoughts and for two years really worked on this. And that was the only thing they were doing. Um, so when I moved, when we PCS to Luke Air Force Base, Instant Hands was listed on one of the uh, display monitors in our uh, fitness facility, and I, I don't, I don't think we mentioned this in the live chat, but I know we've talked about it in some of our other conversations. I, I fell into that same situation that my mom did 30 years ago as an active duty spouse, where you give up your career because your family PCSs. So I was a professor, full time professor at a university. And at the time, in early 2019, uh, the 
professor has to be in the classroom. So when I moved to, to Luke Air Force Base, I was looking for some part-time jobs just to make, you know, we're used to having two incomes at home. So to make ends meet, I just thought, well, let me see if there's some small bits and pieces of work that I could do while I was looking for a full-time job. And then serendipity, serendipity stepped in and sure enough, Sam and I, um, had a conversation, Sam, Anna Marie and I had a conversation where we realized we had a lot of people in common and it led to me becoming a, a co-owner of this instant hands company. The app launched last October. So the app has been around just over a year. Um, but I've definitely been a part of it since the, the app had launched. I was the first provider in the app because that was, that was me stepping in. And basically I signed up as soon as I saw it to make a little extra money. And then once Sam and Anna Marie talked to me and, like you said, found out some of these hidden talents. Definitely my my Pokemon level was probably the number one <laughs> of the list for why they brought me on board. <laughs> but then it came into a conversation of, hey, I actually teach entrepreneurship for the university. Haven't been able to do that lately. I'd love to bring it to your company. And the conversations, you know, got more in depth uh, to the point where I became co-owner and also chief strategy officer for our company. So that's how it just, you know, everything happens for a reason in my mind. And that was one of those, you know, play by play looking back. It was amazing how everything happened the way it was meant to happen. Um, and we were able to bring instant hands to the market. That's awesome, Adam. Yeah. That's awesome. So for people who don't know what instant hands is, essentially, it, it well, Adam, why don't you explain what instant hand is? You're going to do a better job than I am. Oh, no worries. So Instant Hands, we're a technology company, and what we do is we we connect neighbors with neighbors, and that's our tagline is neighbors helping neighbors. So what we're doing is bringing an application to something that's been around the armed forces for many, many years. We just didn't have an app for it, and that is if you need help around the home, whether it be hanging Christmas lights right now, we see a lot of that, um, help with your yard work, maybe an oil change, walking your dog. Um, a lot of times you don't know exactly who you can ask, or if you live on base, you, or you don't have someone who can have access to the base. So anyone in the community can request this help using the Instant Hands app. And then we have hundreds of providers that are active duty members, guard, reserve, veterans, or their immediate families and dependents that serve as the providers who complete that work. So whatever your skill set might be, you're in the app and people can find you. We connect you and then you can set up the time, date, place. You set up your own uh, budget. You set up your own, you know, what, what can you afford for this? And since that work is being done by Armed Forces members and their family, you end up receiving help around the house that's affordable and reliable. And they and a lot of folks have access to the base. So that also takes, you know, one more major challenge off the plate because it might just be your neighbor down the street. Um, yeah. But that's that's kind of been this. It's taken off. We've done so well in the time of you know 2020 um, that we've been very very fortunate. We've got a, a very strong panel of advisors that that really serve as the executives for this um, application. So it's been one of the top apps to come out of Phoenix in a very long time. And I'm thrilled that it's it's armed forces centric. You know, this is yeah. this is for the, the members of the armed forces. So um, we're hoping to take a, a good chunk out of a lot of the challenges that are being faced by the community um, through this app. That's I, amazing. I will tell you, um, I downloaded it and it's it's easy. It is so easy. And, you know, from either you're a service provider or you are someone that needs it. And I just think like, um, I, 
I was just like telling myself in, in bed at like four in the middle of gala planning, right? I was like, man, like this is awesome. And I love that you, it's it's something that you're trying to provide for other military um, spouses or just like helping, trying to help, you know, get that extra income from, you know, I don't know. And it's just amazing. So go yeah. download the app, guys and see if in your area there are service providers. And if there isn't, email Adam so Adam can like make that area a place that needs to, to grow because it's an amazing service. Yeah. I, I'll add to that is uh, we do this in every duty station because we've we've started in uh, Luke Air Force Base is where we're currently stationed. So it made sense with Phoenix being our headquarters and Luke just west of Phoenix being you know our home base yeah. to stay local. And so we've branched in the last year, we've been able to branch out through all of Arizona. Uh, we've uh, just recently launched at Nellis, close to Vegas, and then oh. Southern California is our next stop. And we've hired Skillbridge, or I'm sorry, yeah, Skillbridge programs through the hiring our heroes. Um, oh. My entire staff are, are the, we're either uh, family members of active duty, you know, family members of veterans. We are veterans, so like the entire staff understands the speak, you know, that goes with yeah. being a part of the armed forces. And any place that that's one of our hopes is that we can help solve this military spouse unemployment rate and so any location that's out there if i can if i have a handful of providers ready to go we take care of all the onboarding we'll make sure you understand the app inside and out we'll test book you so you know what to expect when you go out and you know help your neighbors um but we have a pretty easy formula and i just make sure that the resources are there we set up the providers and then and then we open the floodgates to the customers. Right now, right now in Arizona, I have way more customers than I do providers. You know, it was we had a ton yeah. of providers and I feel like this was happening all over the place. But our PCS season was very late. So mm -hmm. everybody who signed up as a provider, when they all like left at the same time, we're filling mm -hmm. that gap with providers in the, in the application. But I've got customers that can't wait to have, you know, a military member or their, their families help them uh, get to know yeah. them. That's been the, yes. the, like, you know, side effect, that positive side effect is our communities are merging. So a lot of times you live on base and you have no reason to go off base and meet, yeah. and meet your neighbors and vice versa. Our, our off base communities don't have access to base. So a lot of times they, they know that the base is there and they hear the airplanes overhead or... <laughs> right. <laughs> They see the tank drive by, but they don't. They don't actually know somebody. So yeah. it's phenomenal to connect the communities. Yeah. And some of our younger airmen that can't go home for the holidays have been invited to our local community and their families for you know Christmas dinner oh, or New Year awesome. to celebrate Hanukkah, things like that. So yeah. That's been awesome to see. That's that's awesome. I mean, and that's. I mean, Anna, really like. So Adam, like this is that segment we call a toolkit. Like, what does an entrepreneur need? In like, what a toolkit! Like, yeah. that is a toolkit. I mean, and I cannot wait to see this blow up even I bigger. Know. Yeah, it's all sorts of good. All yeah. sorts of good. Adam, I mean, the app that you created for Instant Hands is a really good example of what makes a good app also. I mean, I've looked through it, you know, I downloaded it and then I've been through um, all of your, ad, I guess I'd call it advertising or marketing materials for it, but you can book and pay online, 
everything's very secure. Um, you, it's not like you're throwing your address out there for just anybody to come knocking on your door like, oh, the, the little old lady over there needs help. You know, <laughs> there's no, like you don't have to be afraid of, of putting your information on there. And I think a lot of people are when it comes to um, web based applications, right? It can be a little scary to just continue to put all of your personal contact information out there. So I found it very simple to use. It's secure to use. It's it's easy to download. So well done, Adam. Yeah. Very well done. Yeah, our phenomenal. Our advisory board, like I said, we have execs from you know, even Uber, and they understand the importance of security within the yeah. uh, application itself. You know, we, we always tried to make it, we know it's very sensitive data. So we work very closely with the Department of Defense as well. So we've, you know, we've been approved by the Pentagon to be on the National Resource Directory, which was awesome. Uh, that so is awesome. When you're working with them, yeah, when you're working yeah. with them, you're very sensitive to it. I mean, I again, it's something that I want to feel comfortable sending an instant hands provider to my own my own mom's house. You right. know, yeah. He needed help with shoveling the driveway in Ohio. I would love to be able to do, and I could do that from Phoenix and do that for her in Ohio just by simply using the app. Being touch free is so important. I think that's yes. been for our success in 2020. We were able to do all of the communication via chat mm -hmm. and all of the via Stripe right there in the in the app, and that's yeah. been really cool. Uh, that's, that. it, that's important. What he just said, the vetting process. If if you they cannot go to Adam's mom's house, you are not in the program. You are not you are, approved. You are out. <laughs> <laughs> and you heard it here. Five star rating from the Pentagon for yes. his hands. <laughs> true. Hey, that's you. I just want to get into the gift store, but Adam here has a five-star rating from them. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm just downloading Google pictures of the Pentagon. Meanwhile, the application is on their website. Uh, Adam is framing the five-star review from the Pentagon, printed and signed by all the important people going on the wall. And we're like, wow, it. it looks like a hexagon. And, you know. Right, yeah, they gave it five Pentagons. That's it. <laughs> We just said the word Pentagon 10 times. This is absolutely being recorded somewhere now. I just got my little little follow-up with Adam and Anna about applications to help other people. Here, I don't have the capacity to do COVID stuff. Oh, funny! All right, let's move on to our first question. Yes. All right. Can you believe we haven't even gotten to the first question yet, Adam? I love this. You've got all. Let's keep going. I know. He's like, oh, who were the ish comes in for the fish? Got it. Okay. So, Adam, our first question. So. I mean, I, I did this big, long thing about why we titled this the hidden talents, right? Yeah. So when we use those words and we're talking about entrepreneurship, what do, what do you think of? Because you teach entrepreneurship. I do. Um, I, the, I, two things. So really quickly, number one, 
if you don't find the why, which is, I hear it all the time, and then Simon Sinek had the, the TED Talk video where finding your why, it's one of the most, I think it is the most watched TED Talk of all time. Mm -hmm. yeah. If you don't have a why, you're doomed. Um, in 10 years, I've had thousands of business plans come across my desk, and I, you know, everything from, hey, if, um, if I put my name in the middle of this flower and give you $200 and eight of your friends do it, we could all be billionaires. Like, you know, one of those <laughs> schemes and I've got to explain it. Like, no, that's mathematically bad. Like, don't do it. <laughs> and, a lot of, and a lot of brilliant ideas have come to me on little post-it notes, you know, just little like, hey, I was sitting down at the restaurant and this idea hit me. Um, but no matter how good the idea is, when I think of hidden talents, I think of why are you doing this? And what what is a talent that may be hidden or latent, you know, within you that motivates you or something that you've lived um, that would help you find your why? And it's not an easy thing. There are books about finding your why. So there's chapters and chapters that you could read and maybe still never find your why. So um, that's the most important part because every single presentation I have with my students, I ask them again and again, what's your why? What's your why? And it's probably something below the surface that it's when you feel so good about what you're doing, it just makes sense to you. And that's your why, you know, finding yeah. this that motivates you. Um, and then I was going to say the other half of that, you know, when, when you're talking about entrepreneurship and hidden talents, I think you have to have something that you can balance this this it's the work work life balance it's it's not perfect 50-50 ever um but it's like the thing that you crave to do but you have to make time for so it could be meditation it could be art it could be music and i had a lot of those bits and pieces um but i i have to intentionally say, I'm going to play piano today. I'm going to sing today. I'm going to work on Russian language and Duolingo today. Like whatever that that hidden talent or something that you, you crave to do, um, it may or may not come through in your business side of things, but it absolutely influences the way you do business. So I, I find myself, um, I, I'm a musician. I've, I found piano uh, as a kid. I hated the lessons though. So I was terrible at it. I stuck the keyboard under my bed and it didn't come back out until like a sophomore in high school. Um, but then I never stopped. So I ended up taking lessons and playing all through college. And it was the way that I, I relaxed and studied for tests. Like oh, I would, wow. I would play piano to rest yeah. my mind, and then go back to studying whatever you know, calculus or whatever that I had that was terrible at, at doing. And I felt just like it was the best reprieve for me, mm. um, and it stays with me. So like now I'm in business many years later, and if I need a, a break from the craziness of you know just crunching numbers, or is this going to work, or I'm getting ready for a pitch. I can go downstairs and play on my keyboard. You know, it's just like it's a hidden talent because I'll sit down at a piano and we just did it for the spouses club on bass. I sat down and played a little bit and they're like, oh, I didn't know you could play the piano. I was like, well, I didn't really either. <laughs> <laughs> I think doing that. Until I sat down, I just got it. <laughs> Where they don't even look at the, the keys and they're like, no, I don't really play. But, you no, know. Yeah, I, had that, I had that knuckle song down pat. You know? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and I know every piano store from like where I've ever moved was so sick of the yeah. first couple notes of like chopsticks that I would play it. <laughs> definitely. 
so I, I think those it's funny though because the music absolutely influences the way I do business and I, I find myself in moments it's like Slumdog Millionaire where I um, this is my fourth or fifth business that I've been a part of and so I think I in the Slumdog Millionaire movie he answers all the questions spoiler alert mute your mics if you want to watch it <laughs> I, think it I think it's celebrating its 15th year but just in case it's <laughs> Slumdog Millionaire ends up winning or getting close to winning this competition because he's lived the answers that are yeah. on the trick question. Oh, and when I ask these questions, it's like, what's the right answer? The answer for me is maybe in the moment music, or maybe it's in the moment yes. uh, um, looking at something not from an English perspective, but from a Spanish perspective. All of the classes yeah. I took in high school and college and finding meaning in those. Boy, this is a long-winded answer. Sorry. No. That, <laughs> finding, it's perfect. I just learned what your piano aficionado or whatever the word is. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. So it's just like finding, like if I think about, I don't, there's, this happens to me all the time. If I don't know the word in English, I know it in Spanish. And then I, I revert back to try and find the closest meaning and say, oh, this way. Um, so it, it's really given me create. People are like, you're so creative. I'm like, no, I just, I had a, a brain fart. I couldn't think of what the word was in English. And here, <laughs> Here's the closest way we say it in Like that's the thing that comes up and uh, it really does help. It really does help to find those hidden talents. What do you, what do you do naturally? Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm, as a professor, I'm very keen on the fact that students learn in different ways. Yeah. So um, I've gotten rid of tests and quizzes a long time ago. We don't have textbooks because a lot of my students can't afford them. So I find free materials or I create them myself. I share them with the whole audience. We do, if we have finals, they're like open book finals because it's more important that you get the information. And honestly, if you're dealing with my money, look it up and get the right formula. Don't memorize right. it. Don't <laughs> with my money. Yeah. yeah. Now, if you're a doctor, maybe you, you do need to know, you do yeah. need to know like how much medication I should be getting. <laughs> That could be life or death, right? So there are situations that are appropriate, but in my business world, you can take the two minutes and look it up. Yeah. Uh, but but I find my students using words that match their learning styles. So like me personally, I'll say, oh, that sounds like, or I love the way that sounds. And it's because I'm very like audible. I can hear a song and remember it. I know jingles from the Barry Manilow and like all of the commercials we had growing up. I could I could hear two notes of it. I'm like, oh, that's the commercial from Wendy, circa 1986. <laughs> that is a talent. That's how, and that's how I learn. And I see a lot of students that just need the Lego blocks and let me build. Like, just oh, like, you tell me how to do it. Just let me build the thing. And yeah. uh, so, so business is the same way. We all build our businesses in different ways, but you see elements of what you're doing in the business itself. Right. So, yeah. You know, your learning style comes through. And I, I spot those things, maybe because I'm more sensitive as a teacher, but you spy those things um, between the cracks. You know, you, you see those hidden talents that really, it's like the mortar to your to the bricks. Yeah. Um, and, and if you can spot those, all of my professional partnerships have been because we spot those elements. And, and I love to thank you for all the compliments. You're giving me all these compliments, making me sound awesome. And you're like, he's a smart man in the room. And <laughs> A cup of coffee in the corner, like it's the smartest thing in the room compared to. <laughs> I just want to know, Adam, when your TED talk is out, because I'd like to make sure that I'm there watching. Because you know, oh, you need to yeah. you need to be part of that community. 
I hosted it. Yes. Yeah. Well, actually, I did. I hosted the first TED Talk at Transylvania University, and I brought in six guest speakers, and I was the MC for the event. But oh my, my gosh, my guest speakers were far more just insightful, and I can still remember all three of their their TED Talks yeah. um, were so ahead of their time. You know, I'll, I'll have to share the link with you later yes, on. I would love that. The things that the, the five of them, um, it was Deborah Falk, Jason Mitchell, uh, Kurt Gody, and Kermina Todorova. And the, and the four of them gave like live TED Talks um, that were just uh, everything that we've gone through in the past year. It was talking about, you know, you, you see something, you're, you're told about something, and then that's all you see. So I say pink elephant, you're going to be on the lookout for pink elephants, like in that mantra and um, giving, uh, you know, I remember Deborah was talking about giving back and giving back to her community and that being her why. It wasn't even the business model at all. It was about how do you give back to the community? Kurt and Kermina created the Unlearn Fear and Hate Project. Mm. And it was, if you haven't seen it, it's beautiful. They've painted stencils all over the U.S. and they've won a yeah. ton of art grants for it. Um, and it really was just that mantra, you know, divide yourself from the political scene and just unlearn the fear and hate that's holding you back. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Dr. Shaitan Mitchell, his, his yeah, no worries. <laughs> the calendar's calling. Jason Mitchell uh, talked about how on the social media channels, we end up creating this false museum of perfect, like Instagram photos where the cup of coffee is the right color, but it's because you use dyes and things like that. Or have you seen it? They're like, it's not shaving cream, it's like whipped cream, but they make it look perfect. And the pie is like this, where I make the pie and it's all crumbled. I'm like, nailed it. You know? cake that's like, looking God, I could talk to you all day long, Adam. You know what? Just one of the things that you said, Adam, really struck me. First of all, let me just say, learned yet another thing about you. You're hosting TED Talks at this point. <laughs> like I said, always, there's always something new that pops up every time we have a conversation. But I I love that you're talking about just those, those things that aren't even part of the business world and how they influence who you are as a business person, whether you're an employee or whether you're an entrepreneur yourself or whether you are an employee and have a side hustle, but little things like music, all those things that you grew up with, you know, I mean, I took Spanish for, I, I, I took Spanish all the way through college, right? And then I lived in Italy for two years and now I can't speak a word of Spanish, but I can, I can do the heck out of Italian, right? <laughs> you know, but it's like all the Spanish left my brain, but it, occasionally there will be words where I'll say the word in Italian just because it fits better, the emphasis, the feeling, the whatever it is and how, and that just thinking about, it, I'm like, you know, that's so true. Like as I look back through my history of where I've been in the world and who I've met and how much that has influenced who I am now and how I run my business. I loved that. Yes. Like that. So yeah. And you have a spot that's the relationship that you um, create, especially among like military spouses. I've noticed that relational piece is what opens the door. You know, the fact that we there's there's certain things that everybody just kind of relates to, the boots on the ground, literally, like yeah. the the stress and the jokes that have gone around the memes about, oh, you know, like that we have to pivot in 2020. I've I've, I've been pivoting more than the ballerina nutcracker. <laughs> 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 
career. This is nothing. This is like a mission. Okay. Right. We got this. Coffee. <laughs> right. Yeah. And it, you know, like behind Anna's like you, you're sign. You got this on your yeah. on your wall there. Yeah. You got this until you don't got this, and then you know what? Somebody else has got your back, and then you got this again. You know. So like yeah. that, that relationship piece. The, those are the organizations you see surviving through month to month to month. You know, it's uh, kind of going back to that. I get a thousand business plans a, a month um, as a professor from like the community and for, also from my students, because that's the practice of classes to do this. Mm -hmm. um, one of the best things you can learn is that you're not meant to be an entrepreneur. Yeah. That's the, and, and that you take those same tasks and then you find some method of living what you were meant to be, you know, getting mm -hmm. to that actualization of yourself and doing it through being a follower, being a leader, being both, being a leader follower, being a follower leader. And maybe you're the vice president of a company that's already in existence, but you just weren't meant to create the business plan. Like that's absolutely okay. And there's a place for you um, because entrepreneurship is challenging. And there's a lot of, I think those hidden talents that prepare you for being in that um, uncertain world. It's high risk, high reward. It's a very unstructured time schedule, and uh, I think I think those pieces all come together. And and I know I, I find myself going like, yes, I can do this. When I think about the the aha moments and the impact that you have within yeah. your company. Uh, this so, kind of just segues perfectly into the second question, Anna. Mm -hmm. Like, I know. Can I, can I ask it? I mean, yeah, absolutely. Yes. Okay. Oh, as we said earlier, we are both very impressed by your leadership style, Adam, and you appear, you appear very trustworthy. Um, <laughs> you are. But seriously, as a yeah. mentor, what is your approach to bringing out? Because if you talking about all the different things just led to this question, like, so fantastically. Um, what would you say? Yeah, I love that. And, the, and especially since this year, thanks for that. It's been this year of Netflix being that like dark twist at the end with someone evil and everyone's like, oh, did you see that serial killer show? <laughs> you never knew. He was so I nice. Speaks <laughs> Italian and Spanish and plays Pokemon. <laughs> um, okay, the, the honestly, the, the this is not a secret and I, I, I love we're all in like AMSI. And one of the yeah. things that I really love that I learned from AMSI, I would say is that stronger together. Like I always knew that, but we really live that when we're yeah. with that. Like We don't have secrets. I don't keep my business plan just to me. If you need it, it's yours. And so we have right. templates and we put all of that together. The number one thing stronger together um, lesson to bringing out the best in somebody else is to listen. And it's honestly to listen, listen and validate. I, I don't, I think the mentorship that never worked for me and, oh, I told you, you know, like you, you go to my class and the, one of the best things you can learn in my class is not to put your house on the market <laughs> or so that you have a couple thousand bucks to build your business. If you weren't meant to be an entrepreneur, like that's, that's okay. Learn, <laughs> learn to not do that. But, but I've also kept a binder of like what not to do as a teacher, what not to do um, as a mentor, as a leader, like, forcing people to follow you or forcing people to, to to go way beyond their comfort zone versus challenging someone to grow into their potential. So one of the worst things, one of the worst things I've seen at, at, from my mentors, and I've been assigned mentors. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't always the brilliant, humble, and modest and perfect. 
<laughs> I've definitely been yelled at in my 20s and 30s and, uh, and, and okay I've been yelled at my whole life for like making the mold or like I got a I have a, like a report card I got all good grades and a U and need like nap time <laughs> why, are, why are we napping there's Pokemon to catch and so um, the mentor that didn't bring out the best of me at all and in fact pushed me into my shell was somebody who was opening up one of these self-help books and then prescribing me what mm. what he or she thought I needed to be instead mm. of listening or watching or validating the things that I was really doing well. And they never saw, they didn't pay attention to those hidden talents. Um, they didn't see the love languages, I guess is a great yeah. way to say it. Like I know my next door neighbor is brilliant at her, her love language is food. And so if she shows up with a, a just a cake, that's her way of saying welcome to the neighborhood, but it's also her way of saying, I love you. Yeah. And, and you, you see a lot of men, women, and everything in between, you see them want to give their love language to you, but we don't, we're not in a place to accept it because we're so worried about what we're doing next that you miss that moment sometimes. Yeah. So as a mentor, listen and validate. So like, you know, you both have done a great job of that. I, I've shared my modest wisdom with you. And then you you just like rephrase it in a way of this is what I heard and this is what resonates with me. And so I think we're a mentor to each other in this forum. And I love that you, you know you set this up and thank you again for having me, but it's one of those, um, you make me feel so validated by using my own words. And when I bring in guest mm -hmm. speakers to my classroom, I take notes on everything they say, whether or not it necessarily resonates, that's okay. It's just more of me being able to rephrase, I really liked this part, or this is what spoke to me. Um, you're almost reverse mentoring them because then they then they hear that good feedback of like, wow, you were listening. And two, I'm gonna, I'm gonna use that in my next speech. You know, like the TED Talk's a great example of that. The, yeah. rule, the rule on TED Talk, you give the punchline up front. You, in the first 30 seconds, you should know what the TED Talk is about. Otherwise, it's not really a great TED Talk. And yeah. they might not publish it on the TED website. But you give that part out. And the more you practice your TED Talk, the better it gets. You know, so all those TED speakers are mentors to people who may never meet them. You know, the TED Talk goes live and you may, as a business owner, you, yeah. right now, no something in this webinar may be said that speaks to a military spouse who feels completely alone on a duty station overseas, but yeah. it's what he or she needed to hear. And then they go back and they say, all right, that's what I needed to hear. I'm going to try that in my life. And yeah. that, that can be mentorship. That's not so formal, but it's the same, it's the same premise of listening, validating, sharing your, your truth and just being willing to, um, I would say just be flexible in, how you define mentorship, you know, yeah. it, it's, it's something, especially now that is very malleable and, and really we have to be in the right place to receive mentorship <laughs> and 2020 has taken a toll on quite a few people. So going back to that mental health piece, make sure that you're yeah. on the same page before you start spouting the magic victims. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I guess it comes from Adam. He's already vetted. We've he's been vetted. He can't really provide that. That's right. <laughs> I'll work at my mom's house and do instant home. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
So I have to tell you, Adam, uh, I currently have a mentor right now that I'm working with that I found through one of the AMSI programs, the ACP, uh, American Corporate Partners. And my mentor is, first of all, I absolutely love her. It was like we instantly clicked. They did a great job of finding somebody that would work well with me. But the second part of that was she would ask me questions that were non-business related that completely changed the course of my entire business this past year. Like it was just what you were just talking about where I think she heard things coming out of my mouth that I didn't even realize I was what it meant. And because she took that time to listen to what I was actually saying, she's helped me in ways that I didn't even think, like I had no idea where I would be now is where the direction I needed to go. Does that make sense? Like, you know, I had started my business a certain way and I was doing this, 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 and this, and these were my services and here I go. And then she just like shift, pushed me in the shift and was like, and you're gonna be so much happier. And I am. And it just was kind of one of those things where it just blew me away. But it was, she totally practiced exactly what you were saying. Like as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, or even if you're like looking for employees, right? Talking to your employees, like that whole listening and listening to what they're actually saying from who they are, not what you expect them to be or want them to be is so important in terms of people flourishing with those hidden talents that they may not even know they have. That's the big thing, right? They don't even know this is a talent that's gonna serve them well in their business. What a good mentor. And I- Oh, she's fantastic. <laughs> I say that on two fronts because I say that on, and I, you know, real talk. Um, I've been to counseling this year and I think, you know, I, I put that out there all the time. It wasn't that I was feeling totally down on myself or really upset. It was just like a frustration. I think trying to get used to the active duty life is a big part of it, I think. Yeah. Uh, 20, you know, 2020 in general. And so in these counselor sessions, I've done a couple through, I think it was military one source. They set you up with a counselor. And I, I, I know quite a few people on base that do like commanders and things. And we've had this honest talk of sometimes you just want to vent. Sometimes you just want to talk to somebody. It's not your spouse because they, they don't, they're like, uh, okay, thanks for sharing that. <laughs> right, right. So you can't treat your spouse. Like that's, that's the rule. Whatever your skill set is, don't go to your spouse for that piece of it, but you still need it. And I would just vent, like, you know, I would vent and vent and vent. And like you said, you don't want to necessarily go into a webinar and give your, like, well, when I was three, my ice cream was But it's good because I went back and I realized that I just kind of vented for an hour. And whoever was with me in the counseling session was like, yeah, and just took really good notes and like was able to reflect it. And when, the, when he told me back my own story, I was like, sounds right. Sounds good. <laughs> Like that's yeah. that's awesome, but it was not what I expected at all of a yeah. session. I expected magic answers. I expected right. like my mentors to come to me and say like the answer is seven. And I'm like, oh, brilliant! Yes. I'm make yeah. a million yes. dollars yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. And I echoed what you just said in my in my job interviews. I would much rather in a job interview ask, as long as I can be fair and ask the same questions of everyone that applies. I would much rather know the last song, and this is dating me, but the last song you downloaded. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess it's now like 
Add it to your Spotify playlist or <laughs> add it on YouTube or like ask Alexa to play. Um, because that song choice told me way more about you than tell me a time when if you rehearse that question a thousand times to get it perfectly right using the S-T-A-R method. Yes. So, so yeah. I get that, you know, like I love that you would prepare for an interview, but I'd much rather throw you off and ask you one of those rando questions where it's like, if you were a cookie in a bakery. Well, yeah. <laughs> I always found those so awkward, right? Like I'd be like, I don't know, chocolate chip, because I'm yummy. Like, what what do you say to that, right? You're trying to come up with some deep meaning about chocolate chip cookies or oatmeal or raisin nut bran. It's crazy. Yeah, I was asked that question in a in a like undercover <laughs> boss like conversation. And I, you know, chocolate chip because everyone loves me. <laughs> right. <laughs> But the the song conversation, like how cool, because, you know, just hearing if you're open to all kinds of music and hearing about why and music usually speaks to us and, and just, like I have different music for different moments. Yes. So, you know, I just want to yeah. cry. I put on This Is Us and yeah. I have like the sad oh, and Adele yeah. and This Is Us together. And it's like, yeah. all right, there's, there's yeah. my cry for the year. Like right. that's out. I won't cry ever again. That's it. Yeah. Um, I want to know, Adam, wait, I want to know what your angry music is. What's yeah. your angry music? How do you clean the house to when you're really upset? Yeah, when you're like, I got to get this done. <laughs> it's my dance music. I love the dance stuff. I really yeah. I skipped that stage where you're like, that's so like me. I'm gonna. <laughs> um, but I hear it all the time because our gym plays it. So yeah. like, I get it. I get like the, the pump for it. But I'm much more the like... Boots and socks. Um, just because it's happier, and that's the kind of music like that I would also like make. And so I just I like the I like the feeling of I think I, I was born in the Studio Fifty Four era. Minus yeah. you know, I, like I would love to just I love that roller skating rink in yeah. certain and yeah. Like, you know, and just there wasn't really. I mean, you weren't going literally, not going anywhere. I was going in circles, but the music <laughs> played, the lights were on. My cousins and I could get into the roller skating yeah. rink for like three dollars, and that's like a really happy memory. So some of those like disco era. I love that the '80s are coming back in the pop yeah. music. Yeah. So Blinding Lights is amazing. Um, Sia's got a song uh, called "Let's Love," and it's just very like yeah. '80s. I liked those eighties hair band like kind of music, so I'm I'm glad. I have, I have two things for you, Adam. The very MC thing when we can all get together is going to be at a roller rink, and we're gonna like <laughs> we're gonna run, let's rock it when when we can all hang out because how fun would that be? Hosted by Adam, will make it rock. And then two, I just want to throw this out when you had mentioned about counseling. I'm also an advocate for counseling, and I go whenever I can because I need it. And I remember when I felt really good, and um, I was scheduling the appointment with my counselor back in Hawaii. And he says, you know, Selena, you're at a place right now that you just call me when I have a flat tire. He's like, all your tires are good and they're rolling. And he goes, but I'm always here because in life, you're always going to get a flat tire. That's when you call me and I'll help you. Figure out. And like I said, sometimes you need those moments to just kind of like to get it out and refill that flat tire so you can kind of continue on the journey of what you're doing right so yeah, yeah. i that made me think of that when you had said it. it's not like you got to go every single time but just have that in, have that in rotation yeah so um unfortunately we've already hit our hour mark but um, <laughs> i'm going to say two things one if we have a roller skate 
skating event. I totally want a couple skate with you, Adam, to some song, <laughs> some fun 80s song. I can see you like holding doing that like figure eight thing where you, you know, <laughs> the back. Oh, the and the cameras in between us both. Like, yes. <laughs> exactly. Yes. <laughs> I'm totally down for that. Yeah. Uh, but second, I um before we get off, you have to tell us about your rock star moment. Because we know you have one. Come on. I it's a hidden talent. You said, Oh, this might be fun to say something about. Oh, 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 okay. So the thing I, I think, yes, I said, all right, so. Speaking of Spotify, yes. my, my really, so I've been friends with them for 10 years. We met because we had the same, like Paula and Chiara are sisters from Italy. They sing pop music. I love their music. We know their whole family. They, they don't, the, one of them is an actress now. The other one still makes music. And I was in one of those Facebook groups, like fan club basically. And I've stayed in touch with this gentleman named Lorenzo Sacco. Well, fast forward 10 plus years and I learned a lot more Italian. And he learns a lot more English and we've been friends. He lives in Milan. And so he and I uh, got together. And while we were in COVID season, we took one, an old Italian album and I translated the entire thing. It's called Never Give Up. And we translated it all from Italian. And I, I did, um, I would say 80% of the, the lyrics in this album are from me in COVID, just sitting there saying, oh, this is how I would say it. So uh, it's done really well. And believe it or not, like this album came out in Italy, but Los Angeles is where it's getting the most plays. And so if you get a chance, go through it. Never Give Up is good, the the title um, track. And then also there's a, a remix of, or not a remix, it's a remake of um, Leah Michelle from Glee. Oh my gosh, so cool. So yeah. Number, yeah, number 10, Get It Right. It's just a really pretty, and there's that piano that we were talking about earlier, piano. And so this is that hidden talent. Like this has nothing to do with in <laughs> plants, with instant hands and like shoveling oh. rock like you do in, in Arizona. But um, it's a great example of that creative outlet. This for me is a way yeah. to, I thought about so many words in different ways and translating things from Italian to English and, and keeping what the meaning all along. Yeah. Can, Absolutely, be translated to our app and how we we knew what we wanted to accomplish, but sometimes you have to translate it a little bit to get to where you're going. So yeah. thank you for sharing this. This is so much fun. If you get a chance, yeah, give it a listen and and yes. let me know what you think. I threw the link to the song or to the album into the comment section. So yeah. go go put that add that to your Spotify playlist. So the next time somebody asks, you can be like, well, you see, there's this a podcast I was listening to, <laughs> and then this guy said blah blah blah, and next thing you know, you're getting the job because how cool is that? Right. <laughs> right? What's the last song you downloaded? And it's mine. And <laughs> <laughs> you might just be getting the job. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> like interview questions when he is looking for new team members is what was the last on you? And I'm telling you, this could be a plus for you in the interview. We're, we're hiring. We are definitely hiring. And if they've done their homework to the point where they know I've made an Italian album, then that's <laughs> oh, Don't say that we didn't set you up, people. Seriously. That's right. Um, and then the second one, take one of his songs and put it on TikTok so it becomes like those trending TikTok songs. To <laughs> right. Yeah. That's just the thing. Okay. Oh, hilarious. Well, let's, I'm going to share real fast where you can find Adam. I mean, yeah. but I feel like the two that he gave me, I'm like, there's got to be more because like, so we'll let Adam 
tell us. Yeah, no, that's oh, so yeah, on Facebook, we're definitely Adam at Instant Hands. Uh, is our my email address. I'm on LinkedIn, and the reason I send you LinkedIn is Facebook is fun, but I had a point with Facebook. I was one of the first people on the Facebook. That's how old I am. It was called the <laughs> Facebook. I was downloading, downloading one song in LimeWire took all day long, so. Um, <laughs> So I, I sent you to LinkedIn because I personally know every single person on my LinkedIn. Like that's something I, I said I would do is is not just accept blindly any friend request. So everyone on my LinkedIn is somebody that I would at least talk to before I accept. And then once you're in my LinkedIn network, I'm here for you. I'm a resource. If there's anybody I can introduce you to or anything that you need, um, one of the best things about us and meeting like an AMC member is that you should probably never have to recreate the wheel from this point forward, or you, we have templates for things. We have a great head start for you. Um, it's a beautiful network and we're all in it to help one another and support one another when we need it. So um, anything, I think those are the two best, but yeah, you're welcome. I'm on Facebook. I'm on, I'm not very good at Instagram. The Snapchat, I thought that was just for nudes up until recently. I didn't know you could do anything else. That, so. I wasn't getting any, I'm totally disappointed deleted that one. Um, but yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure there's, you know, you said TikTok, there's probably something else that's even better than that that the kids are using that the minute I say it, they'll stop using it. <laughs> They're like, oh, we used, we used the Bamarama, but not until Adam said it. Now it's not cool anymore. Almost 40 year old Pokemon trainer, so forget that. On it. It's like oh. Facebook sending it, posting on your wall, like, come uh, hilarious. That is hysterical. Okay, I mean, Anna, I mean, we're we're at the end of the show, and I don't know. Yeah, so I'm oh. gonna just I'm gonna ask everyone to do us a favor, tell us a hidden talent that you have that helps you in your business or your profession, post it in the comments. Tag us on it, do a post about it. This is like, we're taking the heat off you, right? We're giving you one social media post you can do this week. Right now, this question. Um, and that just helps people know your why behind why you're doing what you're doing. Like the very first conversation topic we had with Adam, what is your why? What's your hidden talents? How does it apply to your business? Uh, second, of course, you can find us on Facebook. FaceTube, <laughs> you know, FaceTube, you book, whatever, <laughs> all those things that the TikTok, you know. <laughs> here says, find us there, people. Yeah, we were podcast platform. <laughs> we upload them a few days after we do this live broadcast. So you can find any of our past shows or you can replay and watch Adam and laugh along with us hysterically over and over and over again as many times as you want. Um, and, and then last but not least, next year, next week we are bringing on guests. Yes, if you watch our podcast four times, we might even send you like a sticker or something. I don't oh, know. Oh, yes. Look, in my not spare time, I got. Wow. I We made a little sticker. We're going to start sending to all of our guests. Yeah. So but just to say thank you. But um, my family member uh, drew this. And I'm so incredibly <laughs> grateful for the art that um, Kai did. Anyway. But yeah. yes. Yeah. We'll highlight. We'll, we'll highlight that next week. So. Okay, just to close out the show, next week our guest is Jordan Blair. Jordan is, um, he's a content creator, has been doing it for years and years and years, but he just recently 
decided to scrap it all and he's doing something he calls wear in and it is a passion project and whatever he feels like is what's gonna go and it, we're it's kind of a unique very interesting way yeah. to do do your thing so Except, we're excited to talk to yeah. him about his process and kind of what he's doing and it's it's a it's a if nobody likes it oh well i do i love yeah. it it's yeah. me so we're excited to have him on yeah exactly. um okay Adam, thank you. So thank fun you. today. So Anything fun. you want, we can. We don't even have to go live. We can just hang out like this. Yes. I would love it. Um, oh. I really appreciate you having me on here. I love seeing the comments in here. So thank you to everybody yeah. that tuned in today. Um, I, I'm really excited, and I'm serious to every all of your like you know content listeners. If there's anything I can support you, um, if you even just want to call and vent, let me know. I'm here for you. And That's I'll awesome. Yep. Your I'm halo like is Adam. a little bit, Adam. Fix it. The halo <laughs> is, you just got to fix it a little bit. It's there actually it nighttime here. This is fun. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for hanging. <laughs> yes. Thank you for hanging out with Adam and Anna and I today. We had a, such a fun show. And such we will see you next week. And Adam, thank you again from Anna and I. Big, big hugs. And we'll see you. Backstage. Yeah. Anytime. Bye, everyone. Bye, everybody.